Welcome to the Wano Ahu Podcast. I'm Brandi Higa, and today is Thursday, February 15th, 2024. And we're joined this week by Sam Moku, the new homeless coordinator for the city and county of Honolulu. Sam, thanks for making some time for us. Aloha, Brandi. Glad to be here. And Sam, it's been a, about a month now, um, yes. but what has this transition been like for you so far? You know, at, at, at first, I, I, I thought it would, you know, it, it would take a little while to kind of get comfortable. But, um, you know, my past uh, with uh, DCS, you know, I, I, I was the previous director back in, in time. Uh, and so, I, I, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm catching up. I'm, I'm understanding exactly uh, what uh, Anton, who has been carrying the torch, uh, for the homeless efforts uh, is uh, looking towards in, in building in this space. And uh, uh, I, I feel pretty comfortable, uh, but, you know, there is a sense of urgency uh, in order to execute. So um, I'm, 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 I'm feeling good about it, you know, of what's, what's, what's happening and, 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 and where we're going. Yeah, you had mentioned that you were the director. You're very familiar with this department. Um, while that has probably helped, what else has prepared you for this role? Um, I, I think, uh, you know, my relationships, um, I, I, it's not like I'm rebuilding relationships um, because I don't know who they are. You know, I know Connie Mitchell very well. I know Laura Thielen from Partners in Care very well. I know a bunch of the service providers who are already re uh, receiving funding from the department. Um, and so they've, they've welcomed me with open arms. Last week, we actually had Mayor on this podcast, and, and we talked a little bit about homelessness, but he talked about the Evie Lay Center um, and the ability to provide shelter for homeless individuals now. Can you tell us a little bit more about that property and that space? Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a space where we want to really make a difference in, um, in our homeless efforts. Um, I think right now we're working with the state, which is, has been a great partner, um, not just recently, but throughout the years okay. uh, of the administration. And so we are really working hard to figure out the, the types of services that we'll provide at EVLA. Um, you know, we, we, we have plans, possible plans for at least 100 beds. Uh, and, and a kauhale. Uh, and so as we kind of move through um, the process, I, I had a meeting uh, with John Mizuno and service providers uh, in order to figure out the types of services that we would be providing in the Evil Center. And uh, I think we're very hopeful and I think uh, uh, bringing everybody together has, is a really important part of making this happen. Yeah, there was actually a recent article in Civil Beat talking just you know, about yes. that, about how crucial that collaboration will be between you and John. So what has that back and forth been like so far? It, things have kind of just started ramping up. And yeah, we, we've, we've had um, actually multiple meetings uh, last week and uh, the week before, so yeah, we're we're getting into a little groove now. You know, we have we have a mission, obviously, from our bosses, and and we're working diligently to make sure uh, it all works out. And for those that don't know, you you two have known each other for a long time. You and John Mizuno. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, when you uh, uh, in your in my college days uh, with the University of Hawaii, John was there on the field with me. <laughs> uh, obviously, he was on the opposite side I was on defense and he was on offense mm -hmm. and 
We talked about EV Lay Center. We talked about collaboration with the state. Are there any other properties that you're comfortable talking about at this time that folks can look out for that are coming online from the city and county of Honolulu? Uh, so we, we're working on Waikiki Vista. Um, we recently acquired, the city uh, acquired that uh, property. Um, we're looking to uh, provide uh, 48 units uh, in partnership with the state uh, for families uh, who, who, uh, who are homeless. Um, we also have another project in, uh, in Pawahi Hale, uh, mm -hmm. which is located uh, in Chinatown. Um, that one still needs uh, to get uh, um, upgraded and renovated. And so we're looking at uh, roughly about 60 units, um, 60 beds uh, for uh, individuals. And um, there's uh, other projects that are, are in the wings. And um, right now, uh, we're just kind of working on, on a plan for different projects. You had talked about, you know, yourself and John hoping to fulfill the goals and kind of the mission that you guys have been set on by your bosses. Um, but Sam, you've been you've been a leader in this community for, for a while now. As you step into this role, what is your goal? What is what is your vision for this division, this this unit? Um, you know, I think my my goal is to to really make a difference in in, in how um, we engage with our homeless and, and, and helping our homeless. Um, you know, right now, um, it, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, customer service, they have a kind of like a call-in line. Um, they sent me the results of the, the top five calls that they get in for 2023, and homelessness was number two, about roughly about 1,500 calls. You know, uh, what was number one? Number one was parking. Oh, <laughs> number, <laughs> okay, I, I can see that. Number three, who uh, beat us only by uh, two calls, uh, we, we beat them by two calls, was the DPP. Okay, but um, you know, obviously, there's there's a big concern in the community. There's it's always you know it's out there, it's right in front of you, and 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 we need to get out there and, and make a difference in, in, in our homeless population. I can tell you that for our listeners, the number one, number one, top of the list thing that they have written in about is homelessness. Uh, multiple listeners have, have submitted questions, all with kind of this similar tone, that there's homeless out by Halava Gym, the convention yes. center, Lunalilo on-ramp, off-ramp, that area. Yes. And they're asking what can be done. I think they're asking more because it's seemingly that these larger groups are set up, right? Um, at certain locations, almost yeah. permanently. Yeah. So what what can be done? And then they kind of ask us also, what can they do to help this situation, to help the city? Yeah. Um, so it, it is very helpful that they call, so we know where the encampments are. Um, majority of the times, uh, we know where they are, and we're strategizing on how to address the issue. Um, it does take a lot of effort uh, on the city side uh, in order to coordinate because you can't just go down there and just say, hey, get out of here. Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's a process and we need to um, line up our ducks within each of the different departments, whether it's facility maintenance, HPD, service providers. Right. We gotta get them all on board in order to you know, get out there and help these homeless. What's been the toughest part of this new role so far? Um, you know, there's a lot of players. 
you know, in this space. And when I say players, these are people who are, are nonprofits who, who are helping. We have our city um, departments that we need to coordinate with, uh, especially uh, funding is an important part of, of uh, helping our uh, service providers who, um, who actually are doing the frontline work. Uh, so, um, you know, an example is, you know, if, if um, there's a, uh, an encampment, we want to make sure we send social workers or our community policing team to escort those social workers in to engage with uh, our homeless population. And, and they can basically talk to them and see if they want to engage in the, pro the, the system. Uh, that that uh, our nonprofits uh, um, are are actually providing, you know, those types of service, which is could be social services, mental health services, addiction services, or just a bed for a day or two. What's been the the learning curve? Because, like you just mentioned, there's funding coming from all these different sources. There's service providers that come from all, you know, not just yeah. the city side, the state side, yeah. and then there's other departments in the city that help you like the Department of Facility yeah. Maintenance and then HESD with the core program. Yes. What's been the learning curve like to, to understand all, all of that? Um, you know, the money side is important because you each each of those entities or groups, you know, they're funded by either federal funds, city funds, or state funds. And, and, be, and, and coordinating all of that is an important part. But, you know, at, in the end, we got to execute. And when we execute, you know, it has to be uh, not in a silo. We, we, we got to bring everybody together. They need to understand what we're trying to accomplish. And I think, um, you know, everybody has their ideas on how they want to move forward. But I think across the board, when we talk with the state and, and even with our city, uh, city guys, um, that, um, you know, they, they pretty much understand what, what needs to happen. Uh, and... And uh, I, I think, you know, you, we just got to trust the people who are in the trenches to do the job. And so the, 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 probably the toughest part is really kind of bringing everybody together to be on the same, uh, the same uh, platform, basically. And has that been easy for you? I know you've played on teams before, you know, how important teamwork is. But, but now you're the guy to tell them, hey, look, I need you guys all to come together at this time because... Yeah, this is the time. Yeah, that we this, this is the time because yeah, everybody has their thoughts on how they want to address homelessness. But in general, we we have to meet, we have to meet together in order to uh, you know in order to execute and have the same plan together. That you know we don't we don't want to make, you know we we don't want to uh, we don't want to get into a point where you know there's divisiveness. You know, not just amongst the group, but also. Uh, within our homeless and I asked this question to some of the um, folks that come on this podcast but you know a lot of responsibility is on your shoulders now to like I said bring this group together is there anyone that you look up to any leaders you look up to any mentors that you have where you try to mimic their leadership style well first I will say that mentor is my boss my boss Mayor Blangiardi has uh, has has really, you know, instilled in me, you know, take action. You know, we have to take action, organize, 
and um, you know we, we we need to get it done and I asked you earlier the toughest part of this no, new role so far but on the flip side is there anything that surprised you in a good way something that you found unexpectedly encouraging as you took this new job um, you know there's a lot of people who care you know, in this community. Um, you know, you might not know who they are, but they're out there. There's a lot of people who care about the homeless and and uh, and in helping out. I mean, obviously, in, we just recently, last week, I think it was, we had the point in time count. And, you know, there were, th there were literally thousands of people out there, you know, engaging and, and you know, pr getting data for us so that we understand the population as it is in 2024. So, um, you know, you got people that who really care about homelessness. That's actually what I was going to ask you about, because it's around this time every year that folks go out and do the point in time count. Um, what was that like this year? Because I know in years past, you know, it's been difficult. It, it's it's yeah, going around and literally yeah. trying to find. No, so I, I, I talked with a couple of city folks who, you know, um, were right across the office from me and I asked them, how did they go? And you know, they, they, one of them said, you know, there are two of them, and one of them said, like, you know, we were just right down here by, you know, Kapalama Stream, and, you know, it was just, there were, it was their first time, uh, and, and, you know, they didn't know what to expect, but, you know, it wasn't as hard as they thought it would be. It wasn't as, like, you know, scary or anything, but they, they enjoyed it. They were well equipped with the information that they needed to ask, and they, they felt like they want to do this again next year. And I know it's going to be a while. I know that data needs to be, um, they, go, they go through it before those final numbers are yeah. released. And that Probably right around May yeah. it'll come out. But for those who aren't familiar, what is that data used for every year? Um, it gives us uh, the pulse um, across the state, actually. And, but for Honolulu, it gives us a pulse of where our encampments are, the type of people that are out there who are homeless, in particular, um, you know, if they're kupuna, children, families, uh, you know, individuals, males, females, uh, we, we get kind of a status report where they are. Uh, some of them have engaged in the, the system, the homeless system, to get uh, services. Others, you know, have fallen out. Um, it's also um, trying to really get in, in this this part of the point I think what's important is the point point in time count also um, helps us to um, helps the system to engage and let them let these homeless uh, homeless people know that there's there's services for them. I think that's the most important. There was an article on the front page of the paper recently regarding the rising concerns for homeless individuals, particularly our aging homeless population. What's being done on that front? Because it's kind of tricky. Not all kupuna, you know, who maybe are starting onset of dementia, have a mental health problem where they're, Correct. you know, or, or drug addicted or something like that. Those those two aren't the same. Yeah. So that's a tricky one. What what can we do there? You know, so one is preventive. We, we I was in a meeting with the uh, Elin from uh, Partners in mm -hmm. Care, and um, you know, we were discussing how do we. Um, how do we address the ones before they get homeless? Or, you know, how do we reach out to those before they get become homeless? And these are homeless kupunas. And um, they have some data on that based on their point in time count. Mm -hmm. And I think she has a great point. 
in you know trying to prevent the homelessness by using uh, vouchers that we have for rental units within uh, the county. Uh, that's an important part, you know, the prevention side. And then on the kind of the, not the, the, the reactive side of it, um, I'm not sure what the numbers are, but those are, an imp that's an important group to, in order to, to, to provide housing. And that's some, that is a, a, sec a group of, uh, of homeless that we ne really need to focus on and get them housing immediately. Has homelessness touched your circle in, in any sense? Any friends, family, anyone like that that has struggled with it or maybe food insecure or, or anything like that? Um, you know, I, I mean, you know, I, I volunteer for a lot of nonprofits. You know, I hear it. I see it. Um, you know, I, I had a cousin. I had a cousin, same age as me, you know, basically like my, my brother who was in drugs, you know, that, that comes... I always think about it all the time, especially now that I'm here. And, you know, he, you know, there wasn't, I tried, you know, and I, I, I was, I was very hopeful that, you know, he would get services, but sometimes they're, you know, they just, just don't see, you know, and, and, you know, he passed away and, you know, I'm, you know, I, I always think about it, you know, and I, I, I feel like, you know, obviously, uh, the drug element uh, in the homeless community is prevalent and, you know, we need to find help for them. Is that difficult, though? Because, like you said, that drug element, it comes from someone like the Department of Health and the city doesn't have a Department of Health. Right. And so in, with this, uh, with uh, Governor um, Green's administration, they have made a commitment in, in helping uh, our mental health and drug community. Um, they're investing in it. They're ready to set up a facility for uh, that type of, um, for, for our, our, our mentally uh, ill as well as our um, uh, drug uh, homeless. And Sam, is there anything we missed? I think the biggest thing that um, will come out of this is the partnership we have with the state. This is unprecedented. And I've heard it from a bunch of uh, nonprofits, service providers, um, that we're taking a, a very active role in addressing homelessness. And I've never seen it in the past. And and it really feels like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna make a difference. You know, not just for Honolulu, but for the state. And I, I think our leaders, the governor and the mayor, are are should be congratulated and thanked for, put, for uh, putting this together. You know, you know, when we talk about collaboration, um, our core team that's run by Jim Ireland and Ian Santi, it will be a very important part of how we address our homeless population. Um, you know, they're pretty much the front lines, you know, and in order to get our homeless engaged, you, you, need, you, you need help, you need staffing to to engage with the homeless and uh, you know their ability to get out into the community um, across the island basically um, is an important part of the solution. Have you had a chance to meet any of those core team members yet? You know I, I, I met them when they first started um, I haven't had a chance to kind of meet the the who's there mm -hmm. um, but uh, you know I, I think they're gonna 
they're going to start ramping up, right. you know, and start hiring more. And, you know, to be honest, they're, they're a very important part of the engagement uh, with our homeless. And I'd be remiss, I mean, you talked about it earlier. You're a football player. Who's your team? Niners. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you guys had a good year. Yes, they had a good year. Sam, thanks so much for your time. Mahalo. Thank you, Brandy. And thank you for listening. If you have a question for Sam Moku or anyone from the Department of Community Services, you can submit your podcast questions by heading to oneoahu.org slash podcast. And we'll have to get Sam on again to answer those questions as they come in. Because like yes. I said, homelessness is let's, always number one. Let's circle back. Let's circle back uh, in a few months and then we can do a, a check-in. Sam, thanks so much. Mahalo. And until next time, aloha. Aloha.